The Kinky Cocktail Hour is brought to you by Motor Bunny, the world's most powerful saddle-style vibrator that offers fabulous creative sexual experiences. We use it and it rotates, it vibrates, and it delivers mind-blowing orgasms. Enjoy Motor Bunny as your favorite sex toy. When you order the Motor Bunny, multiple attachments are included along with the link controller, which allows wireless control from anywhere. Motor Bunny is the world's most powerful saddle-style vibrator on earth. Use the link in the show notes and spice up your sex life with a Motor Bunny. You're listening to Kinky Cocktail Hour, a conversation between adults about sex-forward relationships, kinky lifestyles, and frank communication. If you're under 18, please stop listening and visit scarletteen.com. I'm Lady Petra, and my pronouns are she, hers, and we. I'm Safa Master, and my pronouns are him, his, and we. And this is Kinky Cocktail Hour. Cheers! Cheers. Well, today, I'm going to have an ice-cold beer. I'm drinking a Modelo Especial, which is the Blonde Modelo. You know, it's a hot spring day. I went for a walk. Flowers are out. They're beautiful. And when I walked in, I thought, you know what I really feel like is an ice-cold beer. So let's have a taste. Wow. This beer is so beautiful. It's so smooth. It's really balanced. It's got a lovely, light flavor. And I have to say, of all of the Mexican beers, and even of all of the lagers, like the European lagers, I like this one probably the best. We drink it all the time. And I have to say that sometimes the right answer for a cocktail is an ice cold beer. Cheers. Today's conversation is brought to you by WeMinder, a behavior chart app for kinky couples like us. Learn more at WeMinder.app. Chapter 25. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yvette's my my hero. Oh, I know. Do you see that? (laughs) Yeah. So the scene is Yvette's burial of her husband, Jean, and at at the cemetery... And they're walking back. And so this is months later. You know, this is like in the early winter. December-ish time. Yeah. And Elodie looks at her mother's grave and realizes she really hasn't tended to it. And then feels guilty about not tending it. And then feels guilty about not even visiting it. Yeah. But they go into the little chateau by the cemetery. Mm-hmm. And Yvette corners her and yeah. gets in her face. And it's like, look, you're an idiot. Basically. <laughs> yeah. Go get Because she's in, she's in mourning herself and realizes, you know, she probably realized the whole time, but wouldn't admit it to herself, that she loved Gene. <laughs> that as much as she complained about him and kind of discounted anything he was up to, now that he's gone, she realizes what she's lost. Yeah. It's the finality of death, you see. Yep. She's... There's present. no second chances. Right. She's present to that. She had stories about Gene. Now he's gone. She can't undo those stories. Yep. She can't 
repair anything. And she relied on him. She she admits, you know, he was my rock. He yeah. was the person I relied on. Yeah. And that's gone. Yeah. And she says to Elodie, you can't let Kay go. Right. But really what's at stake is her realization, Yvette's realization, that what's holding Kay up is her story about not being loved by her mother. Yeah. And she says, look, your mother loved you. She goes really into it and talk, yeah. tells her that your mother had these things happening to her. Not yeah. to give excuses, but context. just but context and yeah. said, and she shut down and, and she admitted that there might've been some mental depression during yeah. that, during that time because the grandmother tried to help and doctors couldn't help. Right. And she basically was in so much pain. She dove into alcohol and gambling yeah. to avoid reality, Right. which that's very common for people. It people is. do this all the time. Yeah. Yeah, and Elodie's like listening. Yep. She's resisting. And it's hurting her. And it's hurting her because it's true. Yep. Truth hurts. But she's getting present to that this is what's so that if she doesn't take action, Kay's gonna go. Well, I think it was it was important because Yvette even was like seeing that she's not breaking through the, the hard exterior ability and she says I know for a fact your mother loved you. I watched her hold you as a baby. Right. And that she would do anything to protect you. Yeah. And that although your story tells you that, oh, she always wanted a boy, it's because that's her her context. Like right. she believed, because she inherited every all her wealth, right. that she believed she needed a boy to run the vineyard, that right. she believed that. She had no idea that this little baby girl that she had in her arms would, would outdo any man. Right, and even Yvette says you're much stronger than any man would. Yes, been. yeah. So, but that's but that didn't change that your mother loved you. Yeah, and yeah. that sort of got through a little bit, and so she started to confront her own story about love, and she has an urgency to go. And where does she go? She goes to the cemetery mm-hmm. to clean up her relationship with her mother. She and she sits down and has a and, whole but, conversation with her mom, asking those rhetorical questions. Right out loud because they're things she's thought, but not said given, you know, it's, it is very powerful to speak your truth out loud. Yes. And to hear yourself say it. Yes. Versus just, you know, yeah, speaking well, in your mind. We don't really know the context or the content of that conversation she's no. having with her mother. Right. We can assume yep. that it had to do with Elodie and Kay. We can assume it and had to do with her own childhood. Her own childhood. With her mom. Yeah, we can make all those assumptions. But she spends the evening there, and in the end, she goes home and is drinking tea and thinking about how... Next she, steps. Well, she's thinking about next steps, but she's thinking about how she was confronted by finding the box on the stoop when Kay had left it there. She thought she made her own meaning of that. Yeah, she made her own meaning of and it. And thought that would meant it was very clear that yeah, Kay didn't want to. Exactly. Didn't want her, didn't want to be there, didn't mm-hmm. want anything of hers. And so she's like processing that again mm-hmm. but the sense you get is she's going to go after k now That's well because she's like you know the whole point of kicking yourself if you'd ever try right you know to let's see if there really is a no there right and then i can have closure and move forward yeah. and be open for something new versus another situation where elodie is being abandoned yeah and you know yvette made the strongest argument she said you know, love is rare and you got to catch it with both hands. Mm-hmm. And the thing you've got to give Kay is your love. 
that's what she wants. Yes, because she because she, she even said flippantly, "Well, what do I have to give?" Right. And she goes, "Your love. That is the most important thing you have." Right. Which was really powerful, super yeah. powerful. Yeah. So you know, now we have Kay busting around England for months without <laughs> Elodie. Yeah. And Elodie just about ready to head out there. I think that's what I think is happening. Yeah, it's cool. That's it for today. If you're interested in kinky relationship coaching, online domination, or if you'd like to sponsor the pod to keep it going, please visit our Patreon website at Lady Petra Playground. You can reach me via email at ladypetraplayground at gmail.com. Our music is composed and performed by Roger Ferguson, who can be found at rogerfergusonmusic.com. Till next time, cheers! Thank you.